0: Hello, hello everyone, and welcome back to Kitana's Introspection. It's been a minute, and I hope you've all been doing well. Um, yeah, with Corona, has shifted the schedules of exams usually, and we haven't actually written ours. We're only now starting the process of it, so, yeah, that's another story. But I did manage to do some episodes for you all during a short break. So that is what I'm here to give you guys today. a quick comment though in case you're wondering the reason why i am starting this third topic today is because i wanted to make sure that i'd started at least three topics so that as i start uploading and i start updating each topic it's a variety and it's not just one topic constantly being talked about so that you guys can have a break from each topic to be able to sort of think about and reflect on everything we would have shared information on. So without wasting any more time, let's get into it okay so this is our first episode of the topic our journey with the almighty and in particular today we are discussing the issue of choosing transparency so this is not just an issue that can be discussed in one episode alone there will be future add-ons but today our focus is the concepts meaning and implication as this is very vital to really any journey you may decide to embark on so before we even get into anything about our specific about our journey with the lord we first need to lay down the baseline that we do need to be transparent with ourselves and each other because otherwise that journey is not going to go anyway right now transparency is something needed in our day-to-day lives in both big and small situations we may not realize it but our interaction successes are determined by how transparent we are with each other let me give you some examples, I'll use one we've probably all done before, let's just say you're planning on breaking a habit and you've realized that this habit doesn't do you any good and for the sake of the example let's just take that the habit is maybe your addiction to a particular show or series or reality show now, already you need to be transparent, you can't try convince yourself that watching 20 episodes in one night might not be taking a lot of your time when really it is because let's just say the problem isn't really the show itself it's just that maybe you watch too much of it in one night every single night and then usually you end up waking up exhausted and then for the rest of the day you're just tired and it's just a cycle that continues so let's just say that's the scenario here you constantly watch a show at night and it just it takes so many hours and then you sleep late and all those things now if you convince yourself by some 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 shifty reason that the way to break the habit is to only watch for say about three hours in the evening how likely is it that you'll still find yourself extending it more and more and more giving little little sort of compromises to say okay no let me just finish this episode once the episode is done you're like okay wait let me just that type of a thing it's pretty high the chances of doing that is pretty high and all because you're not being transparent with yourself now if you were to take a different approach although one's still realistic because you know baby steps you might be able to avoid hindering your progress so if you really thought about it and you realize that as long as the tv remote was anywhere near you after say 11 p.m then well you're probably duped You would maybe ask a sibling, or a parent, or a friend, or if you live alone, even just discipline yourself to know to lock it away somewhere really hard to get to, really hard to unlock, or if a person is helping you, they can simply hide it. Now, if you did this, although hard at first, and eventually, you know, a a little bit interesting on how it would go you know you'd probably if, it, if a friend is helping you'd probably have situations where you're really frustrated you're asking them okay just just this once i was just joking i'm not really wanting to do this that type of a thing it would need really the type of friend that would keep still and be like nope i'm not giving you back that remote that type of a thing. And like i said if you live alone you need to lock it away somewhere where it's really hard to get because obviously you know where the key is but then if it's somewhere that's difficult to get if you have to get through corners and there's locked doors high up there that you need to ladder to reach for the more effort it takes to get to the remote the less appealing it looks to actually get it that type of thing so if you did that eventually you'd be able to break the habit successfully because you've been true to yourself and you said, you know what, if I tell myself that only two hours or only three hours or whatever, how how many hours, then I'll switch it off and go to sleep i will likely not do that most of the times i end up not, not doing that it's it's a it's a bit hard having that self-control to say okay wait this episode hasn't finished yet Put my two hours up let me just keep going and then let me just go to the next one that type of a thing so if you're honest with yourself and you realize that Having any situation that has to do with me still watching it after a certain period of time will have me never breaking this habit. Then you'll be able to find a solution that actually will work because usually what we tend to do is try to look for situations and solutions without being completely honest with ourselves and then obviously usually whatever solution we would have found doesn't work. Now let me bring an example at home with our relationship with God. If you're struggling in your faith and belief and you're aware of this because of maybe frustrations and misunderstandings of the gospel, maybe you're no longer clear as to where God is in your life, how do you think a solution can come if you never admit it, even to yourself? If you always deny it and convince yourself it's just the exhaustion talking when really your spirit is weak and wanting assistance and direction and love, then how is it that you'll be actively going about seeking those things? We can never seek or want something we don't think we need. Let me repeat that. We can never seek or want something we don't think we need. Meaning, we can never go for something we don't actually think we need. We can never go for something we don't actually have a belief in. We can never go for something we don't actually have a desire in. So if our faith is wandering but we refuse to accept it, it is therefore probable that we will believe that we don't need God or a boost in love. We won't get anywhere in our relationship with him. We have to remember that we serve a loving father and because he loves us, he gives us the freedom of choice. Now, he doesn't want to be some master of a robot, zombie people, but a father of an affectionate, happy and content person. For that reason, unless you open up to the truth of what you know you need, he is not going to just barge into unwelcomed territory we humans value our independence right and well god loves us enough to give it to us and that's all fair and fine but things may not go as smoothly if we decide to take that independence and become independent of him because see again god's a gentleman he's not going to open a door uninvited and that simply means that unless we admit to ourselves that we need him, unless we admit to ourselves and we open ourselves up to him, he's not going to just barge in on an uninvited territory. He's not going to force you to follow him. He's not going to force you to believe in him. He's not going to force you to love him. He's not going to force you to trust him. The same way that you probably don't force others to do the same thing you don't you sit someone down on a chair on an electric chair and say unless you do this unless you follow me unless you listen to my instructions you need to do this you don't do that you give people the choice to say do you want to be my friend or not that type of a thing he's not going to force himself to be your lord and savior unless you want it but the problem is you won't realize you want it unless you realize that you do need him and that you do actually want him and the only way to do that is to be truthful with yourself. Now obviously some of us may not seem to realize that we have made ourselves separate from God but that's exactly why we need to be transparent with ourselves. Us not knowing comes from us denying the truth enough and so consistently and determinedly that we seem it seems to not exist for us anymore. Then we're left with this vacuumed space which we attempt to fill with what we think we need to guide us and protect us and take care of us, but it can never be adequate because it isn't the one who loves us wholly and unconditionally. We cannot start our journey with faith and belief in God if we don't realize how much we're actually halting the journey we progress in life believing those things, whatever they may be, that we've filled this empty space with mean that we are embarking steadily on our relationship with the Almighty. But strip all that away and take a moment to be transparent with yourself and you will see that you have made substantial progress in everything but your relationship with God. We're all guilty of this, me too, don't get it twisted. Because what we tend to do is, when we hear such messages as this one, we feel attacked because really we've built such a strong foundation on everything else that the idea of all that not being what is healthy and what, is, what can grow us and what is actually, what we're actually supposed to build our foundation on terrifies us. That's a great vulnerability. It truly is because you have to now think, okay, wait, you want something solid to depend on. And usually, we fill ourselves with whatever we think is solid, whatever we think can really take care of us and sustain us. It doesn't matter what that thing is, but whether it's material, whether it's a person, whether it's this or that, we fill ourselves with all of those things, really wanting to have something solid to stand on. But we don't realize that what we really need is God, and because of that, we can never seek Him. We seek all these other things, and we develop them, and we grow them, really believing that we're, grow, we, we're growing, we're building that foundation. Yet our relationship with God is at its base level. Now, in case you're thinking, well, what's really the difference? Because if whatever else you, you're filling yourself up with is seems to be working for you, what's the difference? Why do you need God? I'll explain that in a minute, but for now, this vulnerability, this thing that will terrify us, and the fact that maybe, just maybe, I haven't been working on my faith, maybe, just maybe, I have been fooling myself to think, oh yes, definitely, I'm going somewhere, or maybe, just maybe, I haven't been at least going as all the way, doing everything I can for my faith, you know, maybe you have been doing something, but you haven't really been committing yourself to it. You have no need to panic. Believe me, I'll tell you why. Proverbs 3 verses 5 to 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. Seek his will in all you do and he will show you which path to take. So you need to trust in him. That's the first thing you need to trust in him. Trusting in him means leaving him to be in control. Now, you can't leave something to be in control unless you know you're out of control of it. So again, transparency comes. The God we serve is an all-powerful, all-knowing, and just all-awesome God encapsulated in that is his never-ending love for us. I mean, come on, he sent his only son to die for us so that we may be saved. Our salvation came from the sacrifice of one who lived perfectly, perfectly. Jesus lived perfectly. If anything, many in Jesus' time treated him horribly. I mean, look at how he was crucified, for example. But he loved us abundantly and died for our sins. Someone who lived perfectly was still ridiculed by his own pe- people he came to save and still save them. The Almighty's love is unconditional. You've probably heard all of that before, but if you take a minute to consider if you actually believed it, in his unconditional love, of course, you might be shocked. Think about it carefully. Has there never been a time when you believed you had done so horribly to someone else, nothing could save you from that? Have you never thought to yourself that sure you were made in the image of God, but there's better looking people and better talented people who have more desire than you and who deserve more love than you? Have you never committed a sin, no matter what it is, and thought, now I've done it. There's no coming back from me. There's no way God can still love me. After this, it's too late for me. There's millions more that we've all done. And yes, we've all thought these things. The situations or reason may differ from person to person, but the concluding thought in the back of our minds and hearts that we're unworthy and undeserving of his love has become an unconscious mantra for most of us. And most of the times it's unknowing. You don't know. You don't see it that you say it all the time that God has unconditional love for you, yet you don't really believe it because in your heart, you don't believe it. In your mind, you don't believe it. And the thing is, transparency can help you see that, wow, all I'm doing is saying it. I'm not actually believing in it because you will realize if you decide to be honest with yourself, you realize if I look carefully at my heart and in my mind, obviously not quite literally, well, mean. Yeah, not quite literally, but if I thought about it, if I meditated on it, if I tried to sort of gauge the situation, what type of things would I find? Would I actually find a deep-rooted belief in his unconditional love, or would I find myself actually not believing it? Would I find myself thinking, no, I'm not enough. No, um, you know, yeah, he has unconditional love, but uh, I don't think it reaches me because I'm um, this race. I don't think it reaches me because I'm um, this height. I don't think it, those sorts of things, all of those things are proof that you don't actually believe in it as much as you think you do. And if you were transparent with yourself and realized it, you'd be able to work on it. But see, you can't work on something you don't think you need to work on. We know God loves us but deny the fact because we deny our need for his unconditional love. We deny our dependence on him so much that our need for him in our lives is foregone and the transparency that indeed we need help and guidance and love and comfort and support is not there. So when something falls short or we feel down or anything of that sort, we cannot accept his love because we unknowingly never thought we needed it. Most of us have put ourselves so far away from God that we can't seem to want or seek Him anymore and attempt to pack even more things to fill the empty gap left. Now, let me answer the question that I said I'd answered before of, you know, if we have all these things, then why do we need God? I'll use a practical example using a machine, right? So, the first person to create a train, invented, basically they they did it with the knowledge of how it moves and what fuel it needs and how to change the railway tracks and how to maintain it so nothing breaks how to take care of it so it is never damaged and cannot function etc now obviously they had to actually you know sort of do a trial and error that sort of thing because the train had never been known before so you know they had to really go through the motions to actually acquire this knowledge to say okay well if i do this and i do this 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 works this way if i do this and i do this that that, that it makes the train move if i use this it powers it to move if i if i do this if i do this if i do this they had to do all of that so basically they constructed it in this term let's you say they created it so they created it they know that okay if i push this button, if I do this, if I do this, this is what happens. So they acquired all that knowledge to say, okay, I've done trial and error. I've used this uh, metal rod here. I've used this and this and this. I know I'm not using the official terms, but you get the picture. They basically in this case we'll just use the term created you know we all know we also invented but in this time we'll just use the term created they basically created it the machine and you know they know how it works how it does this etc etc now if we give that train to somebody else, someone who's got little to no knowledge about the train and how it was made and how it's supposed to function if we give that train to somebody else to to drive or to yeah basically to to drive it would be quite a disaster because they may understand how to start it, but might not know how to fuel it. So eventually, the train stops and cannot perform its primary function, which is move and transport across distances. Whatever controls used to direct the train, with little knowledge, this person will barely have a care to maintain them. So eventually, something's damaged or broken mid journey, and the train is uncontrollable and it'll probably smash. You know, maybe they end up not being able to stop it because. They, they didn't have a care, they didn't have much of a care for it, because, well, they didn't create it, and really, they don't know much about it, they don't know much information about it, they started it, and they started going, and they were pretty happy with that, they don't care if, you know, they have to sort of turn on this rail track because that way leads to an, just some, like a hill start that just crashes into the mountains, that type of a thing, they, they don't really care much for it, because they, hey, they don't even know much about it, so... Anything can get damaged to the point that the train becomes uncontrollable, the brake won't work anymore and they don't know how to fix it because they haven't been able to take care of it, they haven't been able to learn about it and see how it works, etc, etc. So there's many more scenarios of everything that could go wrong, but you get the picture. See our substitutions for God in life, be it money or another person, maybe a family, member or a friend or a partner or maybe our dreams and passions and desires or maybe our own talents. We, we can really that's the fun, that is that is the the thing that needs us to be careful and transparent. That's the importance of that transparency because usually our substitutions for God can be very concealed. We may not realize it but we might make more things important that God gave us instead of Him Himself. Now, there's you know, obviously many more examples, but all of these substitutions can never be entirely what we need them to be. They can't be God. They have limits. You know what I mean? Because a fellow human can be just as confused as you on a certain aspect or even just a math problem. And what would make sense would be go to a teacher who probably knows the solution knows how to help you etc etc but now if you had access to that teacher but you still decided to work together to try to find the answer no really you've tried everything you just can't get the solution for that math problem and you have the access right next to you maybe even in the same room in this example we'll just say maybe you you're in the same institution you know you go to a school and that teacher is in fact maybe one of your teachers but it's that one solution that you just you really need the answer of and both of you have tried and you've tried and you've tried but you've realized that both of you cannot find the solution to it and you have the teacher there the teacher who probably knows the solution and knows how to work it out etc cetera, etc cetera, but you still don't go to them you still try you try as hard as you can you're like okay look man we're two brains here you know we're two brains we can do this that type of thing you take so much time effort and you keep going and going and going and going but you don't ever find the answer Till eventually you have to go to the teacher not because you're incapable of getting the solution you just need a little guidance a little help a little side note the teacher might even just give you one correction one it it only takes one in math really i mean we all know that you know it only takes a 0.01 decimal to uh, to change the whole answer but it might only take one thing that they tell you one one tip one one redirection to say okay okay you're both you're working is both correct but there's you've you've changed direction slightly here now put it back on the right path it might just take one thing and for the rest of it you will learn to understand it yourself Because you would have realized, okay, man, we've tried. We're two brains. Now, not saying two brains can't do anything, but there are certain things that you might need an external help for. You will get any other help that you need. Maybe you've even asked the whole class, but all of you don't understand that math problem. And if you don't ask the teacher, you won't get it. The funny thing is, many of these substitutions that we, you know, try to put in God's place in our lives, were given to us by him he gave us most of these things our talents and abilities or our community and relationships for example he gave us the people around us the family that we have he gave us you know that ability to sing so well that ability to do coding so complicated the ability to to run all of these different things he gave us But we choose to be the train driver who attempts to take control and direct something that they don't fully understand. We choose to to try and get a firm grasp because, you see, we think that, okay, there's only me who can take care of me. Yes, that's true. You take care of you, but you have a father he made you, he knows, he knows every part, he, he knows everything about you, he knows your personality, he knows your weaknesses, he knows, he knows the things that draw you in, he knows, he knows your, your your talents, your desires, everything you wish for, he knows all of those things, and he also knows what things may deter you from your path, what things can bring you back to the path, he knows all of those things, now, sometimes you can get clouded, it happens, you know, in, in the moment of frustration, maybe you, really frustrated in that moment in time life isn't just going so well for you in the moment of frustration a clear head is very hard to have you may still have it that's that's great but it is very hard to maintain to maintain a clear head when emotions are running all over the place and sometimes you just genuinely don't know what to do but God does he sees everything he's all powerful he's all knowing he sees everything and he loves you very much and he knows and he can direct you because he sees what you can't see at times he he knows he understands everything because he created if he knows okay well if, if she touches that remote tonight she's not going to sleep anytime soon she'll wake up exhausted he knows it you might not know it. You, may, you might be thinking, okay, I think I'm fairly tired right now. I'm pretty sure even if I just watched just one hour, I'll fall asleep. But God will know, eh, you're tired. But that show will wake you up and you will stay on for hours and hours and hours till you realize, oh, I have to get up now and get on with my day. It's already the next day. So He knows us. He understands us. He created us. And He knows how we function. But we try to take control drive that train and we use all these different things that he has given us we use our talents we use our ambition we use our resources we use the things he has given us to try and have to try and become the train driver because we think yo no 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 you know yes i believe i believe but like you know i i need something concrete i need i need to i need to make sure i put this and this i need to make sure I, sh- I do this and this all these different things because we don't completely believe in him and our need for him because we believe he's there just as a sort of like a side coach he's there to help it's just a it's optional here we we don't really need him he's, he's just there to you know he's just there you just stay standing on the side just you know maybe giving a point or two that that's really if you're transparent with yourself maybe not in that light but like genuinely speaking if you look at your life and you look at how you go about your life you might realize that 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 is the case for you that you you have decided to take control and you see the thing is your control in one area might be okay relatively well for and fact because he has given you the knowledge and the ability to you know be able to go through that but then, as a human, as a human, we go through so many things, emotions. We, 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 are, we, we go through it. We all, we are. I think we all understand that one. And because of that, situations will change, seasons will change. If everything will switch up, including your own emotions, everything, everything just goes around and round and round and round and round and round. Things changing, things becoming new, old things, whatever, whatever, whatever the case may be. And as humans. Our ability to handle that might not always be top-notch, you know? You might be able to handle some situations, but others might be really hard to handle. And you you still try to get a grip on it. You still try to maintain control. You still try to make sure you're going in the right direction. But see, there's a God. You have a Father. He knows you. And He can help you so much if you let Him. See, we can't see beyond the corner at times. We don't know what traps may lie ahead, but we'll try as hard as we can using our tools or material, or anything possible, which will never let us see, instead of trusting God, because He does know, even when we don't. He's in control, even when we're not. He's, he can provide, especially when we can't. Isaiah 43 verses 2 says, When thou passeth through the waters, I will be with thee. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow thee. When thou walkest through the fire, they shall not be burned. Neither shall the flame kindle upon thee. Whatever it is you're going through, God will not let anything overwhelm you. It might get frustrating. Things might be at the height of emotion. There's just so much going on. But he will never let anything that can, anything you can't stand, anything you can't handle, push over you. It even says I love the fact that it says is that even if you walk through fu- fire you shouldn't be burned. And not only that, he won't even let the flame kindle on you. It's not just that you'll be burned. He just he, he won't even let the, the 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 flame that flicker kindle on you. Not not even he won't let it rest on your skin. Even if it's not the primary hurtful object, which is the fire itself, the blazing, burning fire. Just that flicker of, you know, that spark when you when you're, when you light a fire and there's those sparks going up. Even just that, he won't let that, even just that. Because it's part of the hazard, it's part of the fire. He won't let even just that touch you. He is your loving father. But, see, what we tend to do is we reject him, and we reject all of this, his guidance and his protection, by downplaying our need for him, and we push him away, because we would rather deal with things that, you know, we, we think are constant, we think have evidence, and we think will always go the right way, and in our direction, and you know, all these different things, we, we it, just to make sure that it doesn't hurt us or because we like the transparency to understand that depending on God doesn't mean never knowing where your life will go it means knowing soundly firmly and strongly that the only one who has all the answers and knows the best path is in control even when you don't something something on your hands something as something evidential and material even when you don't have that he's in control, he knows, he's working for you, he's doing everything for you, but see, you won't be able to embrace that if you don't think you need him, and not need him as in, oh, I think I just, I just need to, I just need to call for him this one time, oh, I just think, okay, I just, if I, if I, if I, if I go to church every day, need him as in, understand, look within yourself and understand, man, I have a lot of things, there's a lot of things that go on in life, I have a lot of things I want, I have a lot of things that I I suffer from, I have a lot of things that I have issues with, I have all these things, and I can't do it alone, because I don't know everything, I don't, I don't understand everything either, and I need help from someone who does, and that person isn't me, that person isn't going to be me, getting all these material things, or getting, or you know, idolizing the gifts he's given me—that's that's doing that won't make me any more the original creator of myself than I already am. There's only one creator. You can't become any more, you know, creator than that because, well, you weren't the one to create it. You, there, there's no you can as much as you can try but the only one with all the information all the knowledge who knows you to the bone to the cell, to all those tiny different parts of your body inside of you all those different things the functions your nerves everything your personality your habits your weaknesses your strengths all those different things the one who really truly knows all of it is god and we do need him creation needs its creator to work because you need someone to fuel that train back to my train reference you need someone who understands how to actually steer the train in order to go in the right direction you need someone who understands and loves the train that's an important one loves the train enough to be able to take care of it and maintain it so that nothing ever breaks nothing is ever damaged nothing goes haywire nothing becomes uncontrollable nothing that you need all of that but you won't know you need it unless you admit it. See, that substitute train driver that barely knows anything, if if, if they continue on the path of driving trains without knowing much about it, uh, it'll cause a disaster for many trains, many, and many, many different trains that they step into. But if they decide to choose that, you know what? I really do need help with this. I need more information. I need understand more I need all of these things they will go to the original to get it and they will get it see if we're going to begin our journey with Christ we have to set that in motion this idea of transparency it really would be hard admitting one thing doesn't just cancel out the thousands of other things and things you've detached from God but without this vital determining action and choice of transparency our journey can seldom begin or go anywhere even if it's begun. I really am excited about this topic because it was important to get this concept and hopefully you know in understanding before we could really talk anything in length, because otherwise we would have discussed a lesson or a warning or a direction or an answer from God and would have conned ourselves greatly into believing it doesn't apply to us. It does. All of it. We're all in different seasons, and some things may apply particularly in this moment to someone more than the other. But seasons change, and for that reason, we need that knowledge anyway. We need that guidance anyway. We need that love anyway. And if anything, a particular message may not apply to you at that moment in time. Maybe later it will, but it could apply to someone near you or someone within your reach who, if you extended that knowledge to, would be helped. But for that to happen, you would need to open up yourself enough to think, yes, yes, I, I do need God. And yes, I do need help in areas. I, need, I do need to start cultivating my faith and my belief. Once you do that, anything god sends you it may be hard at first to dissect and see and to you know actually realize and to sort of use and utilize etc etc And it's a whole process but as he starts guiding you because you've opened up your heart to him you might just have more peace you might have more direction it doesn't mean you're going to live a perfect life but we'll get to that in the actual episode on that so Whether directly or indirectly, it all applies to all of us, and it would do us good to not hold it up at all, even if, especially if we can help it, because the journey is open to all. God loves us all, but not everyone chooses Him. It really would it be imperative that we choose Him, and if we're going to choose Him, we are going to need to be transparent. We're going to be need. We're going to need to be open. We're going to. We're going to need to. Decide. It's a choice to decide we need him because he's given us the choice. He's given us the choice to say, do you want me in your life or not? Whether we actually know what we're doing with our lives, but do you want me in it or not? If you do, that's fine. I'll I'll be there, definitely. Even if you don't, I'll still be there because I'm your loving father. But there's certain places I cannot reach if you don't want me there. Certain places... I cannot get into because I'm not going to force myself into you. That's how much he loves you. He's not going to force you to follow him. He's not going to force you to, to, to accept him, embrace him. all those, he's not going to force you to do that. He is your father, and he'll be with you forevermore. but there's certain places he can't reach unless you let him. Up, you let him in. He comes at your door and he's knocking, but he's a gentleman he won't come in until you open the door you answer it so that is the importance of it you see it's a choice it's a choice and usually people will think if it's a choice then uh, it means he's leaving us to it but you see that's the thing you asked for a choice well you, you may not know it again you might feel attacked but be transparent be transparent be truthful with yourself think about it you want choices don't you every everyone wants choices we we all want to be able to choose what food we want to eat we all want to be able to choose where we go what we wear all of those we all want those choices because we 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 want to be independent we want to to be able to make our own decisions etc 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 so without knowing it you might you might not know you might not realize it but it's a thing of taking a step back and looking at yourself and saying okay i i want to make my own choices so many of them and that's fair and fine but there's some choices i need guidance on some choices which really aren't even mine to make and if i try to make them i might just go in the wrong direction some choices which when i do make are completely in the wrong but i don't seek help for so can never put them in the right so many different scenarios but don't worry we're going to get into that as we go deeper in the topic mark 8 verse 34 says whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me you must deny yourself you must be honest and say yeah I've, I've really been taking the reins on this one I've i've really been taking control i've really been been leading my own life by myself i've been doing it and i need to stop doing it it doesn't mean you lose it doesn't mean you you become completely unknowing of what will happen in your life it just means you understand that the one person who can guide you in life the person who gave you life himself is with you and he will lead you and he will direct you and he will he loves you he's not going to let you go through anything you can't handle he's not going to let you walk too far deep into something that you can't come out he gives you a choice so if you decide to walk into something that's not good for you it is your choice. He gives it to you. You can do that. But he loves you. So you can still walk out of it if you choose to go to him. You, if you choose to seek help from him. Because again, it's all a choice. This idea of a choice is not ever a bad thing. It has never been. It just depends on your perspective. Because really, you want, you, want, we all want choices. We have choices that we really wish we could make right now. Choices we do make. And that's important to us and god is not going to take that away from us he loves us he's not going to take that away from us but we need to realize that sometimes our choices may not be the best we may make mistakes sometimes we may do this we may do this and for that reason we need the one person the one person who can never make a mistake so that is my message for today i just thought it was important to get that out of the way so that at least as we go on into actual you know deeper concept about like god and our relationship with them and our faith and everything we would be open with it because none of it would matter if we can't receive it none of it would be of any importance if we can't actually say to ourselves okay yes i i need to hear this i need to i need to think about this i need to research on this more i need to that type of a thing because otherwise otherwise we would all listen to all these different messages we would all hear all these different things and be like yeah 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 it makes sense but i think i think i'm good i'm, I'm, on, I'm on a straight path or we'll fool ourselves into thinking oh yeah definitely that makes sense that's what i'm doing now when in reality you're not so thank you guys for listening i really hope you enjoyed it just as much as i do and i'm looking forward to new and new Aspects of this topic later on as we go. So, thank you very much for listening. I hope that you share with anyone who may need it. You know, whatever walk you're at right now, whatever part of the journey you're at right now, it really doesn't hurt to get a new perspective or to get more and more information, that type of a thing. And really, I hope you all interact with me on this one. Any questions, any additions, any contributions, anything of that sort. So, thank you very much for listening. And that's me for now.